Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We head out to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Welcome in our guest of the Baltimore Banner covering the Ravens. It's Jonas Schaefer. Jonas, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Uh, I... Show some compassion for me not getting a, a fully paid trip to Vegas. All right, you know. Uh, you know what? That's that's a, a, a thoughts and prayers moment. I will say, thoughts and prayers. That's I I could I would be bummed no matter what in that that case as well. You had no thoughts and no prayers for me, little man. Well, because you were never going to Vegas. Oh, that's all right. With that, uh, Jonas, I got to ask you, like, what is what's the mood in Baltimore this week, given that? You know, the Ravens were the number one seed, and that loss happened in front of the home crowd with Ray Rice and Jonathan Ogden and every Raven who ever played there, and, and God watching that game. Uh, a lot of teeth gnashing, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, temple rubbing. Um, folks mad at Lamar, folks mad at John Harbaugh, folks mad at Steve Pashati, the owner for not uh, giving Mike McDonald the, uh, the Iron Throne uh, <laughs> and, and not promising him the world to, to get him to stay in Baltimore. Uh, you know, I think the Ravens and Lamar, you could point him, you could throw him in this bucket too, have become a victim of their own success. I mean, and you look at the expectations for this team before the season, they were uh, by pretty much you know near unanimous consensus, a tier below the Chiefs the Bills, the Bengals, and they end up turning into one of the NFL's best ever teams. If you look at, you know, stuff by, by DVOA, you know, weighted DVOA had them as like one of the best teams ever going into the championship game round. So for them to fall flat in the way that they did, um, I think there's, there's definitely some misgivings about how Lamar has not been able to put together two good playoff performances in a row. Um, But, you know, I guess that you know there's just a lot of uncertainty about how to feel because they keep on putting together these these really really good teams just like they did in 2019, uh, looking like the best team in football, looking like a you know team that should march to the Super Bowl, and from those two teams they have managed a whopping one playoff win. So there is uh, like I said a lot of apprehension about the state of the Ravens, but when you consider how other teams around the league must feel, you know Buffalo not in any better shape having wasted possibly that golden window with Josh Allen. Um, that's just life in the AFC, man. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the headliner, and everyone else is kind of standing in his wake. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Lamar and the, the consternation over the, the, the playoff success or the, the lack thereof. Um, nationally, it's, you know, playoff Lamar, right? Um, is that how Ravens feel? Ravens fans, I should say, feel in Baltimore that uh, – 
you know, Lamar is a, a great regular season quarterback, but, um, you know, when the playoffs come, he's uh, a different player. Well, I should have I should have also added, you know, when I was explaining kind of how things are going here, <laughs> that there's also a lot of animosity toward Todd Munkin right now. And, uh, you know, he is the guy who, along with Mike McDonald, one of five finalists for that AP Assistant Coach of the Year award. You know, his quarterback is probably going to win uh, MVP honors in about six days' time. So uh, there's a lot of frustration with him in the same way that there was a lot of frustration with Greg Roman in 2019 with that loss to the Titans, you know, who came in and knocked Baltimore off as the top seed about, you know, basically letting this offense not look like itself uh, the way it had for so much of the year. You know, the Ravens, more pass-heavy this year than they ever were, but they had uh, 11 design runs against the uh, the Chiefs. Chiefs were not a good run defense uh, this year. Um, but, you know, to your guys' point, I mean, Lamar, I think he bought himself some breathing room with that performance against the Texans, but – you know, just kind of looking into some of the numbers, like you could argue that in every single one of his playoff losses, that performance has been like one of the five worst by a quarterback in the playoffs of that respective year. And at a certain point, you have to wonder why a guy with so much transcendent talent kind of struggles as acutely as he does in the playoffs. And I don't have a good answer for it. You know, some folks say that he just kind of puts himself in positions where he puts too much pressure on himself or he just feels like he has to change his game in a way to prove people wrong in a head-to-head matchup against a guy like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. But I don't know. You know, he, he's kind of a he's, – he's inscrutable in a lot of ways, and I don't know that we'll, we'll know a whole lot more about him at this point next year. Jonas Schaefer on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, we are talking about the Baltimore Ravens there uh, earlier than expected. You can't, you can't get to the conference title game and say it's an early exit, but earlier than expected, an anticipated exit from the playoffs. And, you know, Mike McDonald, you mentioned the name, the defensive coordinator, not the lead singer of the Doobie Brothers. Mike McDonald leaving the Ravens to go be the head coach in Seattle. How is that expected to, you know, how big of a loss is that for the Ravens as they try and retool, re, you know, cycle things back for next year. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be their, their biggest, most significant departure of the offseason. I mean, and and that is saying something considering this is a team that could lose uh, Jadevian Clowney, uh, you know, in free agency. is likely going to lose Patrick Queen in all pro in free agency. You know, Geno Stone for rotational safety, but still a guy who was second in the NFL in interceptions. Uh, I think the Ravens are pretty confident about keeping Justin Matabike around for, for at least another year. Um, so, you know, he, he's a guy who basically since Roquan Smith got to Baltimore oversaw the NFL's best or second best defense. You know, don't want to piss off too many of your guys wrap uh, Browns fans there uh, to, to, to defenses that were uh, special in, in their own unique ways. But to replace him with a guy like Chris Orr, obviously I'm sure a lot of Browns fans don't really know a whole lot about, but kind of, you know, came up with, with Mike McDonald on, on the coaching rung, doesn't have the play calling experience that Mike did, um, you know, coming from that kind of year away from the Ravens at Michigan. So there's probably going to be even more of a learning curve for, for, for uh, Zach Gore than there was for Mike McDonald because he is a young guy, because he doesn't have those mental reps. So uh, I, I think just based on how defenses kind of fluctuate from year to year, it's fair to expect that this defense might take a step or two down next year, but you're still talking about a group that has potential all pros at all three levels. You know, Matt Abike up front, 
Roquan Smith in the middle, uh, Kyle Hamilton at safety. If Marlon Humphrey gets healthy, that's another guy who has, you know, probable potential. So there are definitely worse scenarios to step into, but it's asking a lot of, of, you know, this coaching staff next year to have anywhere close to the success that this year's defense did. Jonas, you talk about the uh, concerns in Baltimore uh, as far as what uh, they're going to look like in, in 2024 uh, with some of the pieces they might have to replace. Um, they, they at least are a contender in the conference. They've they've won uh, the AFC North quite a bit. The Browns have never done that. They've never won the division. I'm curious, how are the Browns viewed by the Ravens? They split the season series this year, but do, do ball, does Baltimore look – at the Browns like a legitimate threat in the division? Man, it's, it's t- I, I know that there was a lot of apprehension about the possibility of a Browns-Ravens playoff game because of everything that they had cooking for them, because of how well you know Cleveland, with a clearly ailing Deshaun Watson, was able to just march up and down the field in the second half of that game in Baltimore to knock them off. You know, Lamar struggles under pressure. He struggles when he's blitzed. You know, what Jim Schwartz is able to do schematically, you know, had given him trouble uh, after that that fast start for the Ravens. So it's tough to say with all the uncertainty at quarterback right now for for Cleveland, just how the Ravens feel about the Browns. You know, obviously it's it's been a kind of one-sided, you know, series historically. And I know the kind of familiar line about, the Browns is, you know, same old Browns, same old Cleveland. Uh, I think obviously that that has started to change with what the fancy has done just to stabilize the franchise and the talent that he's been able to get there and just how they have they've been able to kind of build that defense to stop the Ravens in a lot of ways with, with the speed they have. But obviously, um, just with, with the talent they've been able to accumulate on offense, not really matching up with, uh, you know, the the investment that they've been able to to get a quarterback. I still feel like the Ravens feel like they are closer to the top than, uh, excuse me, I feel like the Ravens feel like the Bengals are closer to the top than, than Cleveland is. But again, you know, it, it, these two, two teams know each other so well, it feels like it's always a coin flip as long as both quarterbacks are healthy. So uh, I'm excited to see what Cleveland can do this year. Um, it wouldn't shock me at all if, if they're ahead of the Ravens in the AFC North next year. So I was uh, I'm I'm on your Twitter account as part of like talking to you, making sure we're covering all the stuff for this. I don't know. I'm defending myself with this question. The point is, I thought back to the conference title game, and and I saw you, uh, you know, tweet or retweet uh, a, a tweet about John Harbaugh's quotes on Justin Tucker, some of the mind games that that led into that conference title game. I'm just curious. Do you think it's fair to say that the Chiefs got into the the head of the Ravens with all the antics, the Justin Tucker stuff, Travis Kelsey clearly talked a lot. Do you, do you think that was a big part of this loss for Baltimore? And if so, do you think that's, I mean, I don't want to say a concern, but is that something they have to kind of fix going forward if they run too hot? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that their, their disposition was, you know, they kind of played with their emotions on a, on a bit of a nice edge. You know, they were a team that, knocked a lot of quarterbacks out of, out of games, you know, uh, and that they, they did so legally, uh, I, I want to say, for, for the, the, the majority of the season. Um, I know there was an intent to, to try to rough up Patrick Mahomes, but they frankly did not come all that close in the first half, and that was the, the part of that game that mattered the most. So I don't think the Tucker, uh, you know, Kelsey, Mahomes situation had a whole lot to do with it. 
uh, it definitely seemed to inflame those guys a little bit. I mean, hearing those guys go on McAfee and talk about how if Tucker had missed that last, uh, you know, that late fourth quarter field goal, they were going to run onto the field and just kind of celebrate like a, you know, a bunch of guys playing Fortnite or something. Uh, that, that was interesting. But I, I do think that the Ravens, you know, let their emotions get the best of them. I mean, no reason for Kyle Van Noy at the end of that first half, uh, as Kansas City is clearly just trying to run out the clock, get the halftime so they can take the ball and start on another drive in the second half. No reason why he should be bumping into Kelsey and, you know, talking smack and, and doing everything like that. Um, the other, you know, 15-yard penalties, I think, were, were a little bit more forgivable, but but there were definitely situations where you could tell that the Ravens um, just were not themselves. I mean, Lamar tossing his helmet, Bay Flowers slamming his, uh, his hand on a bench or on the ground and, you know, suffering a cut. Uh, the Ravens, you know, c- kind of ran hot at times this year, and it worked to their advantage at times, but this was definitely a game where uh, maybe they just should have reined, in, reined it in a little bit more, and maybe if they had, uh, they'd still be playing. Are the Ravens in position to uh, repeat, not only repeat, uh, but go even further next year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think so. You know, the, the the comparison, I think you're already starting to see it right now, is, you know, the 2011 Ravens team was a team that went 12-4. That went, uh, and four. Uh, A lot of Ravens fans were, are, you know, will, will swear to this day that that team was more talented and just straight up better than the 2012 team that ended up, you know, getting on that magical carpet ride and, um, you know, winning the Super Bowl uh, against all odds with, with Joe Flacco catching fire and Ray Lewis playing in his last season. And, and there's already some comparisons being drawn between that two-year period and what might happen with the end of this season and looking ahead to next season because the Ravens will not be as deep as they are this season. They're going to lose some crucial guys. You know, there's already been this, this brain drain of, of losing assistants and coordinators to, to, to spots that are, you know, promotions. But if Lamar learns the lessons that he has to, if this offense can take another step in that partnership with Todd Munkin in year two, if the defense can, you know, find a way to get contributions out of guys who didn't play a whole lot this year, like Marlon Humphrey, David Ajabo, this can still be a top five, uh, top five defense. And, you know, if you've got, a top five to top 10 offense, top five defense, top five special teams. And that's usually been the expectation for the Ravens that that is the recipe for a potential Super Bowl champion. Uh, I, I still don't think next year's team has really any shot at being as good as this year's one was, but as long as you're in the dance and I think the expectations for the Ravens to make the playoffs, then you've got a shot. Jonas, great stuff, man. Appreciate you. And uh, I would say good luck next year, but I just would not mean it at all. So, I mean, good luck to you personally, and hopefully, maybe next year they'll pay for you to go to Mobile because the Ravens have a top 10 pick. That's just kind of what I'm thinking about. I'm just thinking free trips for you that aren't next year's Super Bowl. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, I don't remember the last time we've needed to go to Mobile uh, because they, just, they are always in that 20 to 32 range. But one of these days, I'll, I'll need to look at quarterbacks, but uh, probably not for the next couple of years. All right. It's funny, man. Like, everyone's talked. When it, when anybody nationally talks about the Browns, oh, it's a tough AFC next year. Oh, the AFC North never gets any easier. And yet I don't hear anyone saying that about the Ravens in between Mike McDonald leaving, between um, they are going to have, like, they, they have to decide to bring back um, Jadavian. They, they still have questions at wide receiver despite uh, Zay Flowers having a breakout year. Um, there are other significant free agents, Patrick Queen. Yeah. They've got a lot of names that they've got to make decisions on, and that organization has had a lot of success restocking. They're the kings of yeah. restocking. But they've also had years where they haven't hit it right. Yeah. So, you know, the gap between them being a 10-win team next year and, and a 13-win team next year I, I like I think it's logical that they're not the number one seed. Like I think they're I think they're in the retool mode every year where it's logical they're a playoff team. But I think the gap between, especially in the AFC, thirteen wins and ten wins is nil at this point. I mean, it is quarterback health, it is which is still gonna be a question for Lamar. This is this is still the anomaly, this in twenty nineteen, and all the other roster questions like yeah, I don't think it's far-fetched to say either the Bengals or Browns, I mean, even the Steelers, if they ever, I don't know, found a good quarterback, could could leapfrog Baltimore, and all of a sudden Baltimore's a, a wild-card team next year. I My gut tells me something about the Browns <clears throat> right now. It, it, as you mentioned about the hierarchy within this division mm-hmm. and our conversation earlier in the show about you know, really going all in with Deshaun and making sure that you're spending as much money on as many resources as possible, uh, which I thought was a great point by you. I agree. Uh, that's where my compliments for you end, by the way. Yeah, um, I, I, I sensed it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like this, the Browns are itching to win this division. Like mm-hmm. it just the the just the the tone from folks that I've talked to in Berea right now. Like they, I, they feel like they got to get it done now. Like, well, and, and the thing I like more it, so it, than like the conversation about winning a Super Bowl, which is obviously their goal. But when you, I'm just talking about like verbalizing. Mm-hmm. The thing that they're verbalizing most is home playoff game, winning the division. Yeah, and obviously the only way to get that home playoff game is by winning the division. They're one and the same. Yeah. So I just. I'm excited to see what Barry's going to do here in March because I think he's going to go bonkers aggressive again and Mm -hmm. to restock, retool. Baltimore, I view everything you said about the Ravens is valid, okay? And but I view Baltimore like I'm starting to view Pittsburgh. Like I've been waiting for Pittsburgh to die for years. Mm -hmm. Every year I go in 
and I'm just like, okay, this is the year the Steelers are finishing in the basement. This is the year that the Steelers are done, and, and Mike Tomlin's going to be gone, and they're going to rebuild and whatever, and and they never do. And every year they find a way to to win 10 games and uh, have winning seasons, right? Um, but they're not Super Bowl contenders, which is why fans in Pittsburgh want to run Tomlin out of town. Yeah. But I view the Ravens the same way now I view the Steelers. They're just not going away. Well, they're, they're, they're just, they're, they're, even regardless of who they have to replace, they just find a way to replace them well, and but be the good enough. Is, but the difference is Harbaugh had, and, and it was the end of the Joe Flacco era, he had a three year stretch um, in between a play, in, or sorry, in a five year window, three of the years in the middle of it, he missed the playoffs. And there were yeah. a couple years where they were a five win team, or there was a year where they were a five win team, eight win team. There was the eight wins three years ago. Like that's the thing that doesn't happen in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and so and, again, and, that, and I don't that, think that, that's what's going to happen. Right. And I, I should be clear. I don't think that's what's going to happen in Baltimore this year. But like, I think this they is, don't have the consistency that the Steelers yes. have. They're still not, even though maybe they've had more recent success. The the barometer in Pittsburgh is nine to ten wins every year, uh, right there for a, a playoff berth, yeah. and you know what, yeah. but. They 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 go further than the Steelers do, and I I just think that as long as they have Lamar and he's healthy, they're gonna have a shot. Um, yeah, I think that's probably fair. And when I say have a shot, I mean a shot to make the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Contending, you got to prove it to me. But I I think Cincinnati's got DJ Reader as a free agent. Um, their their best cornerbacks a free agent. T Higgins a free agent. There's a lot of questions there. Obviously, the Browns. I mean, the Browns piecemealed certain positions. I've mentioned the defensive line a hundred times. Absolutely. Um, but I think Baltimore, Andrew Barry's the king of the one-year contract. Yeah, but Baltimore has a lot they have to replenish. In Pittsburgh, it's the quarterback. It's what the hell are you doing there? And are you seriously serious about going? Surely, you can't be serious. Um, you know, with uh, with these two quarterbacks, bringing them back and not bringing in a better quarterback. So, uh, great stuff with Jonas there. We do have... Um, Either it is or isn't in the NBA coming up, but we pre-show, uh, Keith showed us a video of going to the the, the grocery store at, at about 6.45 in the morning, and Keith showed us this video where the where he parked, it is in the middle of a uh, parking lot, and there is nothing. I mean, there's nobody else in the parking lot. He comes out. And there's nobody in the parking lot except him and one other person, and that person parked right next to him. And I, I just feel like as a, as a city, as a country, as a people, we need to do better. Because if you're out here, and this, this is this is a big trigger for me. It happens all the time. I'm a fat old fatty. All right. So I need clearance for my door so I can get my big ass up into either my car or my truck, my truck, or Vanessa's car. And so I felt bad for Smedium Keith Britton, the assassin, because there is no need. Like, what kind of clingy bastard, when every spot in in the place is open, there's one truck, and you say to yourself, I got to park now. Solidarity in numbers. I got to park next to that guy. If, if that person actually saw Keith get out of his vehicle, he wouldn't, do it. He yeah. wouldn't have done it. By or way, she the, wouldn't have done it. On the driver's side door, even. Like, I think it's bad either way. Yeah. But when you're parking on the driver's side door side of my truck, 
But yeah, as you said, there's the two most, the two worst people are the people in, in an empty parking lot park either right next to you yep. or right across from you so that you can't just pull through the spot if you didn't already. Has anybody, I've never done it. Has anyone had the thought and had to contain the thought of, I'm just going to jam this door open? Because there was a moment, something very similar happened in the, the parking garage where I had parked so that somebody could fit next to me. Like, I put it in a way that they it, you would have to go out of your way to block my truck in. Plus, half the level was wide open. Like, par, uh, across from it, there were two or three spots. To the side of it, there were two or three spots. And so I went out of my way to say, well, even if somebody tries parking next to me, I'm parking my truck so far over that you would be, you would just have to be trying to be an a-hole to go ahead and park that close to me. And somebody did. And guys, I really thought about it. I, I'm saying for a minute or two, I looked at my door. I looked at their, their door. I looked at my driver's side door. I looked back at their door and I thought, how good are these cameras in this garage? <laughs> and I didn't do it because I would never do that because, but like the fury that overtook me, I do have a temper. I will admit I can have a temper, but mm. I'm mostly a pretty laid back, chilled guy. So when it takes 120 seconds for me to decide it ain't worth it, karmatically it's not worth it, they're the bleep hole, don't you sink to their level. You have to be a real piece of something for me to get in that situation mentally where I'm thinking, oh, just this once, Nick. You can, you can pay a deductible just this once. You just jackhammer that door open. And my with my luck, I'm I'd incredible Hulk it, and I'd somehow my hand would slip off and I'd punch through their window. So yeah. I didn't do it. It's not the right thing. I'm not saying you should I, do it. I hate. When, because what I do is I'm always afraid when they park too close to me, I'm always afraid of hitting yep. their vehicle because that's happened to me where I'm parked fine, but they still put a dent in my car. So I use my hand. I put my hand on the edge of the, of my door mm -hmm. so that my I can door. extend it as far as I can until I feel their car on the back of my hand and get, and then. And, and then you do the, the you slim I, people and, do that too. And, and I'm still trying to the scooch slide into my own vehicle. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Two well, one honey six. Bunny ain't gonna help you. Two one six four seven four double oh nine two. He did fantastic. He did just have to buy a new suit. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.